Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Tammy. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm great. How about you? Excellent. You went awesome. If you could just tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, you're going to Skyline. So here we go. Which one is it? Is it A? A woman stabs her husband over photos of him with another woman. It's actually her when she was younger. Is it B? A woman calls the cops when she misses the McDonald's breakfast cutoff, which is frustrating. I get it. Or C, a guy steals an ambulance and is caught in the jack-in-the-box drive-thru. Um, let's go with A. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Good job, Tammy. It's true. But if you had gone with B or C, you would have been right then as well. Seriously. One of those days. That's true. So I'm going to put you on hold. Fritch will pick up and get you set up, okay? Okay. Jeff, I want to express my condolences on the loss of your mom. I, I had you in my thoughts and prayers last week. No, I really appreciate that. And I, I could feel it, you know, from you and a lot of other people. So thank you. Thank you. You were missed. It means the world. I appreciate it. Hang on one sec. Okay. So uh, which, one, wait, which one does she pick? A? Yep. Start with that one. There's a woman in uh, Sonora, Mexico who has only been identified as Leonora N. And she was recently scrolling through her husband Juan's cell phone. And she spotted a bunch of pictures of him with some younger woman. and Which just ignited her mm-hmm. rage. Mm-hmm. She was so upset she couldn't believe her eyes. And in that fit of rage, she stabbed Juan. You just can't go around stabbing people, no matter how angry you are. Juan, who is stunned, managed to grab the knife from her and then told her the woman in those pictures was her. Oops. (laughs) He had digitized some of their old photos together from back when they were younger, and she didn't even recognize herself. Oh, wow. Now, we don't know how old they are now, but from the the one photo circulating, I estimate late 40s or 50s <laughs> so she was arrested charges against her are pending the uh, other story you mentioned you know anybody who's had that heartbroken moment when you try to hustle a mcdonald's before the breakfast hours end but you just miss it so now you're you know you're gonna have to get something else or maybe just pass all together if i can't have you i don't want nobody baby a woman in West Sussex in the UK recently missed the McDonald's breakfast cutoff time, so she called the police because McDonald's would not serve her the breakfast meal that she wanted. 
Cops say they gave her, quote, words of advice about when it is and is not appropriate to call the police, and that is not one of them. What is it? Is it at 10.30 or 11 these days? 10.30. 10.30. Yep. So if you show up at 10.28, can you get a cheeseburger? I don't know. I think it depends on you have to ask them because we've done that before, and they'll be like, oh, we're not ready for lunch yet or, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, and you figure like from, you know, location to location, maybe they're, they prepare the changeover a little earlier than others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's 1028. Yeah, I know, sir, but we ran out of McMuffins. I, I don't know. Oh, now, do they, are, are all of the burgers that they make then, that in that first, in the beginning of the lunch hour, they're all fresh, right? They're not leftovers from the night before. No, it's fresh. Okay. They do other stuff with that meat. With that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's nothing like committing a felony just to get your hands on some of America's most delicious fast food. There's a 36-year-old guy named Ronaldo Leonard who stole a running ambulance in Houston on Thursday while some paramedics were on a call. And where did he take it? Where did he drive it? Straight to a jack-in-the-box drive-thru. He used the lights and everything. <laughs> Cops <laughs> caught him in the drive-thru. He was arrested for felony theft. Oh, he used to go to jack in Way back in the day, they used to have like a like a sourdough, san- like triple cheese sandwiches. I forget what it was called. You and I went great. to the Jack in the Box when it opened up in what Ridge? was that Tyler'sville? Oh, no, Tyler's we went Ville? to Tyler'sville. No. <laughs> and because you know they got a Ridge location. Yeah, too. but I think this was that was like the first one that opened, and you and I went mm. eons ago. Yeah, it's good food. I haven't had it. Get the breakfast Jack. That's the way to go. It's a dollar. It's so it's like a breakfast sandwich on a bun. It's delish. I like space stuff, man. They always say we're looking for intelligent life on other planets. That kills me. They have that qualifying. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts condition on there we're looking for intelligent life like finding any life anywhere wouldn't freak us out totally we're looking for the more intelligent type it's like we have found people on neptune but uh we're from earth we're looking for intelligent life That's a negative, Houston. Good luck with your hopes and dreams. Brian Regan, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. It's 19 after 7. And how weird is your family? Are you ready for rectal COVID tests? Buckle up, Buttercup. Drive through? Are they drive through ones? <laughs> sure. It's Monday, the 25th of January of 2021. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is your news that didn't make the news 
on Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, we'll uh we'll get we'll get to the rectal tests here in a moment, but first, speaking of COVID, have your hobbies and interests changed during the pandemic? An annual survey looks at America's general interest in different topics, and it is interesting how the pandemic has affected what we care about, what we enjoy doing, and what we're into more or less. Here are five things we're actually less likely to talk about now than we were a year ago. Weddings and brides. Overall general interest is down 18%. Hmm. Parenting, down 17%, possibly because we're just tired of talking about it. <laughs> because it's, for some of us, it's all we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen a 12% dip in the interest of sex and relationships. Beauty or fashion seeing the same kind of dip. And celebrity news also down 12%. However, a few more topics that we have found ourselves interested in, searching for, engaging in, now include investing, yeah. money matters. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and what's interesting, somebody uh, forwarded me an article from the uh, Wall Street Journal about how, you know, we have like 15 things that we have learned as far as investing in money management during the pandemic, you know, about how the need for an emergency fund has become so much, you know, has, has been brought to the forefront. Sure. And uh, and how much you should have in there? Like, sure. Is there a recommendation of yeah, that? Yeah, or? I mean, saving for a rainy day and, uh, and, and, you know, tips on investing in the stock market and how, you know, in times where things are tough and challenging, you know, the stock market, if you're consistent despite all the ups and downs, is a good place, you know, among other investments to be. But, yeah, but I guess a lot more people are uh, have gotten a lot more conservative and are saving more now as a result. So investing is one. National and international news, of course. Science, politics, and other money-related stuff. The study also looked at how COVID has affected our hobbies. We're less likely to be interested in photography, Dancing, singing. Well, we're all self-taught, luckily, in the singing and dancing <laughs> department. So, And we take a lot of pictures. Yep. Food, each other, <laughs> animals. Yep. House projects. Yep. Uh, we seem less likely to be interested in organized sports than we were a year ago. Because none of them are really happening that often. It's different. I mean, remember when only certain like college football teams played, only certain things yeah. were happening. The baseball teams were all backed up. It's just all been weird. Yeah. Right. Um, meanwhile, video games saw a 12% jump in popularity. <laughs> I'm I've, sure. I haven't played video games in 20 plus years, and we have one of those new mini Nintendos in the basement. Yeah? Picking up right where I left off. Oh, really? What all, games are you playing? It's got all the old Nintendo games. It's just Mario Brothers, Dr. Yeah. Mario. I never learned anything past that. <laughs> and you're good with it. You're enjoying totally it. Totally fine. Do you have Donkey yeah. Kong? I always liked that one, it's too. It's one of those boxes that has like 200 games on oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, so probably, it's on there. Does it have the duck hunt gun? No. Oh. How long will you sit and play for? Eh, maybe a half hour. Nice. Really? You won't sit there for hours and then realize, like, oh, man, half the day is gone? Well, the cords aren't super long, and the TV's far away from the 
couch. Oh, so you got to sit on the floor. <laughs> I got to sit up close, and then I'm like, okay, my neck hurts. You know what you need? <laughs> a, I know. A, a gaming chair. <laughs> I was thinking I wireless controllers, but no mm-hmm. chairs, no more furniture. <laughs> Good on that. Bird watching is up 6%. I, I find myself uh, as someone that doesn't enjoy the birds. I have been taking to the skies looking for the bald eagles that have been nesting mm. around the Heritage Park. There's a Heritage Park. Um, I think technically it's in Coleraine Township, but it's right across the river from where we live. And evidently there is a bald eagle that has been nesting there. And a lot that's of people cool. have been posting in our neighborhood pages that they've been seeing it fly around. Maybe that's exactly what it's going to take for you to fall in love with birds is to have your own pet bald eagle in the neighborhood. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you should name it. I can't believe you haven't named it Baldy. yet. Baldy. Are you Baldy? crazy? Oh, we already Baldy. have a name there for Baldy. Go. She's amazing, evidently, <laughs> nesting there on the East Miami River. Lovely. <laughs> and hiking is up 2%. Yeah, I've got a friend in Illinois that's like hiking every day. And I'm like, it's cold. You know, isn't that a spring, summer, fall yeah, kind of thing? Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't want to be out doing that right now. No. No. Hmm. Jeff, Especially- you like hiking, hmm. don't you? I do. I yeah, enjoy you it. and yeah. Kristen are big hikers. Nature walks, that kind of thing. Sure, kayaking, we enjoy that. That's fun. Um, By the way, for anyone asking, I'll just give you a... Very brief synopsis because somebody was asking about what other personal finance lessons we can all learn from the year of COVID-19. And I did mention one of the the main ones is that we learned that emergencies do happen. One clear lesson from this past year is that more Americans should work to build an emergency fund of at least one month of spending. That's it? Just one month? I've always heard three to six. Have a three to six month. Right. Well, and yeah. But, you know, when you start talking about, like, well, what if you lose your job or what if you get furloughed or whatever, you know, that number can go up depending on how long you, you, you could potentially be out of work. And this is cash in the bank, like savings, correct? Yeah. That, okay. Um, we also learned that we have the ability to be financially disciplined when we have to. Um, in part, because we had to, you know, we traveled less, we ate out less, so we ultimately ended up spending less money anyway. But we were also able to build up cash reserves, so the personal uh, savings rate actually went up during COVID. Uh, when it comes to the stock market, buy when others are scared. It says the best time to invest is when others are fearful. And in 2020, we faced risks unlike we've ever dealt with in our lifetimes. Being told that you're in danger triggers all those evolutionary defense mechanisms intended to keep you safe. But unfortunately, none of those instinctive reactions are useful in the arena of long-term investing. In March, remember in the stock market, the bottom fell out last March. Investors' fears extended well beyond their portfolios and into their personal well-being. It's common to hear this time is different, but there are two things that tend to remain true of all bear markets. First, buying when the market is down at least 30% has historically been an excellent entry point for stocks. Uh, oh, you need a will. That was another lesson we learned from the year of COVID. Yeah. There's never been a better time to put front and center the need for every adult to have a will. No one expected the level of tragedy that occurred worldwide last year. And people don't want to think about the idea of dying one day. Uh, But a big lesson of 2020 is that you should be prepared for the worst. Um, You know, and that things won't stay bad or good 
forever. Optimism was the order of the day early in 2020 when the market was making all-time highs. Compare that with March when things looked like they would never recover. Remember that? But in both cases, investors would have been well-served not to assume the recent past was going to continue forever. A lot of investors the Wall Street Journal spoke with in March wanted to make dramatic changes to their investments because they were assuming things would continue to get worse. And so the point they're making is this is why a diversified portfolio that you can stick with regardless of the market environment should be the cornerstone of every investment strategy. So anyway, those are just a handful of them. Did you guys get risky with your investments? Anybody? I didn't do anything. I amped my 401k uh, contributions. Contributions. That's wise. Yeah. Yeah. I just let, like, we have fidelity. So I just let them kind of take the wheel on that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know what to do. That's probably this. That's good. Yeah, because I don't know what I'm doing, but I did get it. I remember them very communicating a lot throughout the COVID. Like, if you need us, call us. Or mm-hmm. thank you for trusting us with your money. Don't look at it right now, but let's look at let's revisit in a few months, essentially, kind That's of good. thing. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of lot of money managers, whether it's Fidelity or Janus Funds or other four hundred one K administrators, you know, they have all kinds of funds that, that have like target retirement dates. So, you know, let's say you're planning on retiring in twenty forty five or twenty fifty five. And a lot of these administrators have funds that you know, based the risk on how long you plan to be investing for. So you can weather those ups and downs mm-hmm. over the course. And, you know, they're less risky, of course, the sooner you plan on retiring. So they tend to be more conservative. But there are a lot of options for people just like you and me who want to see that in the future and, and don't want to, you know, place. We're not experts. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm I couldn't either. even tell you how to trade a stock. Do you call a phone number? No idea. <laughs> it's awful, but I don't know. And most people don't. That's why I need someone like them, though. <laughs> what else do we have here this morning? We should probably take a break, but coming up straight ahead, we got the top 10 comfort foods that got us through 2020. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.